Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Unleash Your Christ Confidence. As part of the Healing from the Inside Out Challenge, we are reading a chapter in Proverbs every single day and working to gain a snippet of wisdom that we can apply to our life from it. I will share something I've learned from this chapter, and then I want you to share your thoughts and something you've learned in the comments, either below here or on social media. There's so much wisdom to gain from every book in Proverbs. Let's dive in now and see what chapter 10 has to offer. The Proverb of Solomon. A wise son brings joy to his father, but a foolish son brings grief to his mother. Ill-gotten treasures have no lasting value, but righteousness delivers from death. The Lord does not let the righteous go hungry, but he thwarts the craving of the wicked. Lazy hands make for poverty, but diligent hands bring wealth. He who gathers crops in summer is a prudent son, but he who sleeps during harvest is a disgraceful son. Blessings crown the head of the righteous, but violence overwhelms the mouth of the wicked. The name of the righteous is used in blessings, but the name of the wicked will rot. The wise in heart accept commands, but a chattering fool comes to ruin. Whoever walks in integrity walks securely, but whoever takes crooked paths will be found out. Whoever winks maliciously causes grief, and a chattering fool comes to ruin. The mouth of the righteous is a fountain of life, but the mouth of the wicked conceals violence. Hatred stirs up conflict, but love conquers over all wrongs. Wisdom is found on the lips of the discerning, but a rod is for the back of one who has no sense. The wise store up knowledge, but the mouth of a fool invites ruin. The wealth of the rich is their fortified city, but poverty is the ruin of the poor. The wages of the righteous is life, but the earnings of the wicked are sin and death. Whoever heeds discipline shows the way to life, but whoever ignores correction leads others astray. Whoever conceals hatred with lying lips and spreads slander is a fool. Sin is not ended by multiplying words, but the prudent hold their tongues. The tongue of the righteous is choice silver, but the heart of the wicked is of little value. The lips of the righteous nourish many, but fools die for lack of sense. The blessing of the Lord brings wealth without painful tool for it. A fool finds pleasure in wicked schemes, but a person of understanding delights in wisdom. What the wicked dread will overtake them, what the righteous desire will be granted. When the storm has swept by, the wicked are gone, but the righteous stand firm forever. As vinegar to the teeth and smoke to the eyes, so are sluggards to those who send them. The fear of the Lord adds length to life, but the years of the wicked are cut short. The prospect of the righteous is joy, but the hopes of the wicked come to nothing. The way of the Lord is a refuge for the blameless, 
but it is the ruin of those who do evil. The righteous will never be uprooted, but the wicked will not remain in the land. For the mouth of the righteous comes the fruit of wisdom, but a perverse tongue will be silenced. The lips of the righteous know what finds favor, but the mouth of the wicked only what is perverse. So when I read this, I see two very different paths. And we have to choose, not just every day, but with every action within a day, which path are we going to go on? The path to wisdom or the path to foolishness? Because when we see things that are foolish or wicked, we see that they don't last. Just like verse 2 tells us, ill-gotten treasure has no lasting value. Imagine that somebody has stolen a car and it's a brand new car and it was the car of their dreams. It's not going to have a lasting value. As soon as they've stolen it, the car has lost value. It's been driven. It's been, it may go through an accident. It, it may go through a million different things, but eventually it will lose value to where no one wants it. It might be in a junkyard eventually. The value doesn't last. And if the person who stole it is caught, they're going to get no value from it at all because they will be in jail and not being able to use that which they took because it was an ill-gotten treasure. It wasn't one that was given from God. So when we find instead righteousness delivers from death and being saved from death leads to eternity with God. And for eternity, we can be blessed. And who's going to need a car in heaven anyway? Right? So think on these things today. What things have you gotten that was maybe an ill-gotten treasure to you at the time and now you see it didn't have lasting value? And it doesn't mean you had to steal it. What if it was just you worked so hard for something thinking it was one thing and then when you actually got it, it just didn't bring the joy or the excitement or maybe it wasn't the quality you expected. What things have you spent your time to earn that didn't provide the reward you expected? Let me know something like that today in the comments because I'm certain we've all done that at some point. Spent a lot of time working for something only to find it didn't have that value we expected it to have. I hope you've learned something from this proverb today. And I hope you take the time to share it with us. Let us close now in prayer. Father God, Lord, we just come before you, your humble servants, Lord. And we just ask that if there's anything in our life that we are striving for or putting above you, that you will bring it to our hearts and minds, Lord, that we may release it to you, Lord. Because anything that is not of eternal value can be ill-gotten. Anything that's going to just decay or rot or wither away is not of you. Lord, because you are the eternal part of us. So teach us to value that first and to do as you are commanding us to do and guiding us to do in every step of our life. Lord, in every moment of our day. We thank you and praise you for all that you are, Father and ask that you continue to pour your wisdom upon us as we read your word, Lord, 
and bring it into our hearts and minds, Lord. Let it to be absorbed there, Lord. Let it to become part of us. May your words be written on our hearts. May they be forever in our mind. May they come from our mouth, Lord, that we may speak pleasant, wholesome, and good things, Lord, that we may glorify you in all that we do. We thank you and praise you in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Okay, my friends, I will see you here again tomorrow as we delve into the next chapter of Proverbs. I hope that every one of these has brought about something that's helping you in your day-to-day -day life and helping you heal from the inside out.